Singapore has confirmed its first case of the Wuhan virus. Singapore has confirmed 14 new COVID-19 infections. When will the COVID-19 pandemic end? End, 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 end. Welcome to another episode with Two Curious Podcast. I'm Dana. I'm Chow Ming. And today we have a special guest, Ryan. Yay. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan. And yeah, I survived COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear, actually. Yeah, maybe Chow Ming wants to tell the readers more about Okay, yeah. So recently I posted a question on Reddit to ask. Um, the people on the internet, how it was like to actually experience, have the first-hand experience of having COVID-19. So I wanted a really like a Singaporean context, uh, but many of the replies were friends of people who have actually experienced COVID. And Ryan was one of the few replies that I received that not only came from Singapore, but was a first-hand experience as well. Yeah, so Ryan, do share with us um, how it happened or... When do you first know that um, you had COVID? Okay, so uh, I first had a high fever that lasted for a night. And then I reported it in camp because I, I felt the symptoms first in camp. So I reported first to the MO. And I was let off with a 5-day MC. So during, this, uh, during the whole duration, right, I felt like I experienced a loss of se- a sense of smell and taste. And then I think it was quite faithful la, that the same night I chanced upon this article saying like what about 90% of youngsters they experience these symptoms. So I thought, wow, could be me, ah, you know. So <laughs> I got it tested the next day at the polyclinic. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, the results just came back positive. Law. I remembered that day, right? It was the next day after the, the test, so it was quite efficient. The next day, the guy called me. He said, I'm, I'm sorry to inform you that you are tested positive. So I like, yeah. I, I took a second for, for that to sink in. Uh. Then mm. I, I told my mom. Then she also like, a bit shocked. So I had like about, about one hour to pack my things before the ambulance came and brought me to NCID. Wait, so when, when did this happen? Like, was it a few months ago or? Quite some time ago. Uh, around March. That was before Circuit Breaker? Yes. Uh, circuit breaker period was when I was warded in a, eh, when I was in D Resort. So they quarantined you in D Resort? Yeah. Well, how long were you there for? Close to one month. Oh, so oh, they had all the medical equipments with you at D Resort, is it? Uh, no. When you're isolated in the community facility, right, you, mm-hmm. it basically means that you do not need any sort of like, uh, medical, medical attention. Medicine. Yes. So, oh. uh, yeah, so most people, when they are kind of stable already, they'll just discharge you from NCID and then they'll put you either in the expo or the resort. Okay, so let's bring it back to the start. So how how did your, okay, besides your mother, like how did your peers, like your friends, and uh, maybe, I don't know if you have a brother or your father felt, felt about you actually being tested positive for COVID-19? They just felt on them sway lah. Okay, some felt that I was damn lucky. Like, like how, how did I even get the virus? Because I didn't even like, I'm not a very like outgoing person, per se. Mm. Like, I don't really go out to clubs, to bars or anything. Just uh, because I'm serving NS ma, so I just basically travel to and fro camp. Mm. That's basically mm. it lor. Did they identify like, where you could have possibly uh, like, contracted the virus from? Uh, no, I'm an unlinked case. 
Yes. <laughs> so till now, I still don't know where where I got it. Oh, so they were just, so your fa- your family were just shocked and felt that wow, how of all people, how could it be you with it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you go and you go and buy four D, you know? <laughs> The date, the date uh, that it happened. <laughs> so were you all like, uh, afterwards you all were calm about it or like uh, your family members went into quarantine as well or what happened oh, afterwards? Yes. yes, they went into a 14-day quarantine like, like straight after I got uh, hospitalized. The MOH letter just came up for them mm. to stay at home. Then they just asked my relatives to come to buy food, canned food, a lot of canned food for them to last like the 14 years. 14 years. 14 years. I mean, 14 14 days. Days. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was 14 years. Yeah, it felt like 14 years for them. Yeah, yeah. So how long do you spend at NCID before moving to one of the isolation facilities? Three days. Because my symptoms were very mild. Because mm. I didn't experience like pneumonia or breathlessness or anything that required uh, medical attention. So so they just allowed me to go to isolation facilities. Oh. Throughout those three days, like, was it a lot of vigorous testing? Or? They did a chest x-ray, blood test, blood pressure test. All the basics, uh, I think. How was the environment there, though? Like, was it very hectic? Were there a lot of people? It was quite, quite hectic. Because uh, at that point of time, it was it was a peak. Like, mm. uh, that was right before the foreign workers uh, cluster. Mm. Like, the whole thing happened. Uh. But that was, at that time, it was already rising. Uh. Among the locals, yeah, it was already rising quite a lot. So everybody was like scrambling. Uh, the, I remember the nurses like saying, okay, if you have anything to ask us to do, right, you should gather every all the information so that I like I don't have to go walk through and fro. Because every time they come in, right, they have to don a PPE and they have to throw it oh. away. So oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, they want us to like uh, ask other roommates like what do they want so they, they can one shot bring in uh. Oh, you all were isolated together with other COVID patients or at NCID? Uh, I had two uh, inside my room. Oh, okay. So it was like a mixed ward like that. Like, how to say, there was multiple people in the same ward, is it? Ah. Um, Wait, isn't that, um, like, like let's say what if you recover, then after that, the, <laughs> the other person passed to you? Yeah, yeah, you? I was damn worried about that also. Because <laughs> that, that guy, right, that guy I was staying with, he had pneumonia and he was coughing, like, very badly. And he refused to take his medicine. Eh. Like, oh, so I asked him, like, why, like why the don't same you... Age? Uh, no, he's 39. Okay. So I asked him, like, why, why, didn't you, why don't you want to take your medicine? And it's like, uh, this is useless. I use my own, like, body to fight it. Something like that. Oh, my and God. Like, like, wow. <laughs> Wait, did you ask him, like, how long was he there for? Maybe he felt like the medicine just really wasn't helping him at all. Oh, yes, that, that, that might be true. Because he, he was there for, like, a few weeks already. Yeah, I think I think it may it might be the case for some people. Yeah, because that's why uh, like since there's no vaccine for COVID yet, I think quite a few people like have that mentality that only your own body can fight the virus. Yeah, mm. but and all the other um medication is just to help you fight that that lone symptom. Correct, correct. Okay, so how was the experience at the resort? Like, was it as good as they make it sound or fantastic? <laughs> 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 really. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just like, resort law. Okay, I tried to like, keep myself positive because like, uh, the positive mindset is the best like, kind of remedy. Uh. Mm. Mm. So, uh, not bad, not bad. It's like, resort law. <laughs> <laughs> so they serve okay, you food every day. 
yeah, the facilities were like well maintained. It's not like oh, cause you are put in isolation, so we just we just had care about it. Mm. Like when I was there, there was there was like coffee, tea, basically everything that you expect in a resort. Like they top up like everything. Yeah, wait. I think you were one of the lucky few because when I asked the question um on Reddit, right, I I'm not sure if you saw it, but one of the replies right was actually saying that. He was a Singaporean, but he was placed in the expo facility. Ah, yes, yes. I wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. lucky because uh, I remember the day the day I was discharged, right? I I saw the news that they are opening the expo. Like, it's ready to be open already. So I was like, shit, I don't want to be there. <laughs> so I just prayed, prayed to whatever God I could pray to. Uh, to send me to the resort. And yeah, I was yeah. lucky enough. Uh. He answered to your prayers. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because according to the replies, right, the the facilities was bad. Like mm. the social distancing was bad. The the like, there was always a lot of shouting, and you can couldn't really rest properly. Yes, yes, I yeah. cannot, I cannot imagine that. Can you imagine <laughs> like, like hundreds of people in a exhibition hall? You you all have been to Expo, right? Like that yeah. kind of place is like so big, and those beds are like make make do beds, eh? Mm, not proper beds. Yes, not yeah. proper beds. And you can't and even like entertain yourself with anything yeah and they have a routine to follow you know oh my god it's like mm. BMT yeah and sometimes they on the lights then everybody has to wake up then the toilet is like shed yeah I think I saw that in the news also like yeah there's a routine to follow that's why then actually what, how do you spend your time at the resort oh I just uh binge Netflix shows uh chat with chat with my friends <laughs> see there's nothing much you can do uh Oh, I, I just did exercises after exercises oh, to just like, train my body. Am I right to say that um you were the only one in your D-Resort room? Yes, right? Uh, I have a roommate. Oh, you also have a roommate at D-Resort. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We make friends with him. I wish I did because he wasn't really open. I would have made friends with him if he was more open. <laughs> <laughs> Is he around the same age or a lot yeah, older? Around there. He's a uni student. Yeah, I see. But he was more close also, like, it wasn't much interaction. Uh. Yeah. How long did you stay at the resort? Like, what was the whole duration? One month. And he was there for one month? Shorter than me. He was there for, like, three weeks. Oh. But after that, you had the whole room to yourself? Uh, then a foreign worker came. Oh. So I had a new roommate. But didn't you have, like, any experience of, like, cabin fever? You know, you just cooked up in a room for one month. Really cannot go out. Oh yes, yes. The, the the isolation blues. It hit yeah. at one point. Uh. Like oh it, it was really bad there. Eh. Cause uh there was one night I just suddenly lost motivation to do anything. Like I just felt super down. But I immediately <laughs> texted one of my close friends, uh, like bro, I I'm feeling super bad now. <laughs> Can you just talk to me? Oh, okay. Uh, then at least you had that support from like the people around you. Hmm, alright. Oh, uh, actually, like, this brings back, right? You said that your your family went into isolation, stay home notice, lah, for fourteen days, right? So none of your family members actually contracted the virus from you, right? Like, did you you never passed to anyone, right? No, thankfully not. <laughs> cause it's so hard to to not spread it, you know. Like, cause mm. we just share the toilet, we share so many things. Yeah, especially within the same household. Yeah. But also maybe because like you are not constantly at home since you are in army. Is oh that yeah, that's possibly, true. Possibly, right. Okay, so throughout the whole stay at the resort, right, what was like the test schedule? Is it like every week they test you once for the like whether you are positive or negative? Every two days. <laughs> every two days. Because uh. they, they want to get you out a- ASAP. 
Oh, oh. So that the other cases could come in. Or, yes, because at that point in time, the demand was super high. Mm. So is it even though you didn't feel any symptoms anymore, like there were still times that you still um have a positive result? Mm. I tested positive all the way for the whole one month. Even though I, I felt better, like day after day, I just felt better and better, but it's still positive. Oh, wow. This COVID really like works di- like, acts up differently for different bodies, right? Yes. Like especially when you say yours is mild, but it still lasted for a month. Hmm. It's really hard to say. Hmm. Depends on your body also. Because some people, yeah, their body are strong, stronger. So it fights off the virus very quickly. Hmm. Yeah, because I was thinking you say you can exercise, you can no, no, do what already, then after that you still stay inside for one month. Sounds <laughs> very like, yeah, because these are all like the experience that I've never heard from anyone. Yeah, so it's damn interesting to hear that even though you're already like at, at a point of recovery, yet you're still protested positive for so long. Yeah. Can you imagine how, how desperate I was? <laughs> like I saw like all the people like leave, leave, leave. Okay, like my roommate left. Then I just felt very toxic with myself. Like, like why am I still protested positive? <laughs> how was your uh, roommate's symptoms? Like was it worse than you or... Which do you have similar symptoms? He was also quite asymptomatic uh, at that point. I see, I see. So what were like the treatments that you all received? Or you all just ate like normal Panadol and flu medicine and everything? Yes, Panadol and cough medicine. Basically just to treat all the symptoms that you presented. Uh. So it's treat the symptoms but not treat the virus? Yes. I mean, there's no vaccine for COVID yet. Uh. There's no way you can treat the virus. No, but I thought they would give like maybe I don't know pneumonia. Um. <laughs> so you are not uh experiencing experiencing any side effects after recovering from COVID, right? No, no, thankfully not. <laughs> mm, yeah, because I've heard a lot of stories like you know although you have recovered from COVID, like you you still can uh, experience like, after effects of it. Yeah, you know during my stay, right? One of my friends like posted the the article like said that what eighty percent of people who survive COVID still experience like permanent heart damage and lung damage yeah, really awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. not helpful at all. I'm gonna block it <laughs> bad for the mental state eh? yes super bad eh? but yeah I think I saw something like that also so I had that impression that you know like most of the uh, like people who recovered from COVID actually do experience like after some after effects of it and you can never truly recover from COVID you, you get what I mean yeah 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 so thankfully for you, like that's not the case, lah. Mm. Actually, I went for the medical checkup recently, uh, to test my my heart to do an in depth test to see whether there are any like complications. So hopefully that will come out like hopefully that there will be no problem, lah. Oh okay okay. Was that uh, a follow up that they requested you to do or you did it on your own? The army did it for me, cause mm. they don't want they don't want to be like to be faulted for having like cases, man. Mm. So how long was your break from army? My break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, super long. From March until until CB phase two, phase two, right? Yeah, around there. So they didn't extend your liability or anything, right? No. Oh, okay lah, okay lah. That, that's the, eh, that, pretty that worried, like right? Positive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, that's pretty positive. The good things that came out of COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For you lah, for you. So why did you want to actually um keep it to only a few friends instead of um, being safety, open um, about it la. yeah because um, having COVID like I I don't see the need to broadcast my life to the world and mm. especially if you are using this as like 
uh, a talking point, right? People are gonna know you for that. Like, I don't want to be known for being a coronavirus patient. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a thing to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh yeah. Okay. So one very important thing, right? Is uh, I want to ask, right? So I put myself in your position, and I cannot even think about like what was your mental state throughout the whole recovery, because mm-hmm. I I saw the news where like there were the uh foreign workers who what jump jump out of the I don't know committed suicide or something because he was isolated for a long time or anything. So like what was going through your head throughout the whole process and just now you're telling us that you reached a low point, right? So um how do you come back from that? Uh I just had to tell myself that uh being like that isn't gonna help me in any way. Staying positive is the only way to to go la, and to get this over and done with because uh yeah I just couldn't wait to be home. La. I don't mm. know, maybe I'm just a positive person or I, I train myself to think that way. As for the foreign worker, I think they, they the foreign workers had it worse. Because imagine you are away from your home. The people here are not like your people from your home homeland. Mm. Yeah, and your family is like back there. Maybe they don't know what's happening to you. Like they're worrying about you. Then what about your parents? Eh? My your parents, parents, like, yeah, like emotionally, were they okay? Or did they also like always want to call you to check on you? Oh, yes. My mom video called me every day. Eh? <laughs> 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 super, okay, super then, worried. then maybe that's how it actually keep you, keeps you in check also you know you're still connected to your home yes sort of yeah every every day you're still you know constantly talking to people so you're not you're not really alone hmm really hmm. grateful for like whatsapp and technology in general can you imagine if we had this in 2003 like sus like how bad would it yeah. be yeah, you mm. have been a lot worse. Uh, so yeah. That's so am I right to say that the effects of COVID was only mediocre for you because you were young and you were healthy as compared to maybe those you saw in NCID, like the, the yeah, like one of your roommates? That and also, uh, do you know that there are also mutations of the virus? Like the cases in Europe and USA, mm. uh, this is a lot more serious compared to ours. How so? Uh, you look at our mortality rate is like twenty eight only. Mm. As for now, lah, twenty eight compared yeah. to USA two hundred thousand. So this cause of like the mutations, lah, or is it just Donald Trump being stupid? <laughs> it's a mix, uh, It's a combination. <laughs> Actually, wait, should I share more about the mutation? Like, uh, elaborate. Like, what, what, what do you mean by uh, like what happened at US? Like, how did the virus mutate? Mm the bodies in their bodies it's body? my own assumption I'm not really sure whether it's true or not because mm-hmm. like some virus maybe it's like you know type 1 type 2 that kind mm-hmm. okay not really type 1 type 2 but the virus kind of like found its way to like uh, fight against any antibodies I don't know whether it's right to say that that's why mm-hmm. it's a mutation ma. so they kind of mm-hmm. adapted into a stronger form ma. that's why there's more like serious damages to the organs body yeah mm-hmm. um, so yeah okay so one of the questions right from one of our viewers right was that after you have recovered from covid does that mean that you are sort of like immune to it or it's harder for you to contract it again or is it like you will recover from it easily the next time or what did they tell you oh i tell you still a question mark eh? (laughs) because i've I've read articles like online like people who contracted it contracted it twice eh? and they contracted it again 
So like, I'm oh. super cautious about it also. Wait, so is it like a relapse or is it they meet someone with COVID again? Uh, the article never say. Oh. I, I'm thinking it's uh, they met someone. It couldn't be a relapse. Because oh. your body already developed antibodies to it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I read a similar article. I think it probably might be the same article. Lah, but that's probably why COVID is scary because you can't really be immune to it and there's no vaccine for it. Yes. Yeah, that's why like the government is so careful about it now also. Because anytime like there can be a second wave of infections. Man. Mm. Mm. Actually, overall, like from our experience and everything, so how do you like, how would you describe like uh, Singapore's uh, like the, the way we handled the COVID situation? I think the government is quite efficient. Uh. Okay, uh, maybe mm. that's PC. Okay. Uh, on the <laughs> side, maybe the, the foreigners' situation can be done much better. Uh. But mm. from my own personal experience, I was treated quite nicely. I had the, the best facilities. The people there like, uh, were very efficient. So I have nothing to complain about. Uh. Mm. Actually, was COVID scary for you? No way. Eh. I think I just YOLO. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> To you, it seems like a short break. Eh? Yes, it's <laughs> like a holiday break. Correct. <laughs> yeah, especially during army summer. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a very it's a very opportune time. Is it correct to say that? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> not, not very right, but like, yeah, not very right. You, <laughs> at least for you, it wasn't that bad. That's why it turned out to be okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm, okay, yes. uh, okay. Since Dana is speaking about the government, right? Okay, uh, I ho- I hope they don't come and catch me or what. But I just felt <laughs> that it was quite dumb, right? To only ask the whole nation to wear masks at yeah. at oh, a peak. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel that that was so so? When I before I contracted it, I I I just went out without wearing the mask. Then my father had to keep warning me because the government said what only wear when you're not feeling well. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I just went, went around. <laughs> Yeah. No, but it's probably because the, uh, because of this instruction. So the person who passed it to you probably right because he never wear mask. Yeah. He or she yeah. never wear mask. That's why passed to you. Yeah. yeah. If everyone wear mask, probably wouldn't happen already. <laughs> right from yeah. the start. Some Singaporeans don't have a habit of wearing masks. Right? Okay, I'm not sure if y'all knew, but Taiwan actually wore masks since the outbreak already. So before circuit breaker, my friend actually traveled to Taiwan. And that was like just nice before they closed off everything. And when he went there, everybody was already wearing masks um, throughout all the different locations. So they were like one of the only nations who didn't uh, heed yeah. to the advice of the World Health Organization. Uh. Mm. But uh, so, they're also one of the countries, few countries that didn't have it that bad. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was because they did that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't know what's the excuse or whatever that the government the government wants to make love. Maybe they don't they don't want to make us panic. Correct. Uh, panic it might be la. Yeah. But if I were you, I'll be quite angry uh, because of their like selfish decision that put put you through such a like needless like you didn't need to experience yeah. this. Ma. I think it wasn't a selfish decision. It was just more of a bad call. Yeah, but like what you're saying it might it might be because they don't want to cause like the citizens to like panic or and everything. But it was basically a bad call to say like we don't need to wear a mask. Correct. Then okay, I assume that you were still in isolation when the first death came about, right? From COVID. Mm. Yeah. So when you heard that, right, how do you actually feel? Shock lah. We scare you. <laughs> yeah, I was I was damn scared eh. Like 
the thought that I might die anytime just hit me as soon mm. as I read the, the article. Although you didn't oh, have it that bad. Yeah, yes. you, yeah, you better come out of it as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like I, cause your your family can bring things in la. so I just asked my father to keep bringing lemons, and I just made my own lemon juice. Lemon juice, or oh, is that your favorite thing? It's, it's high in vitamin C, so it kind oh. of boosts your immunity. I don't know whether that helped la, but I just keep mm. asking him to bring in. Maybe it's just like a motivation. It gives you that mentality that oh, I'm going to recover soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe that lah. <laughs> so they could bring in stuff. Uh. Is it any point of uh any time of the day or was there a time slot? Time slot, uh. Oh. Yeah, okay. the so, stuff will bring in for you. Anyone like wrote you letters or anything? <laughs> oh no la. <laughs> <laughs> okay la, no la. Because of technology nowadays only write letter already. Just one call away. <laughs> yeah. But that means your your bunk mate all like got quarantine also, uh. Yeah. Everyone that had close contact with me, yeah. Uh. So they, they had to be in their rooms for like 14 days or so. In camp at or home. off camp? Yeah. In camp? At home, at home. Oh, at home, at home. Oh, oh, oh. oh then they should thank you. Eh. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I mean, tell me, if it's you, you'll be thankful, right? No, but in their room, eh. I think it's in their room, right? It has to be they in their at room. Home. They say at home. Yeah, in no, room. as in like, in you have room, to be. Yeah. yeah, you cannot leave the room. Doesn't yeah. matter, what? you're not in army. You don't do anything, what? Uh, you just game every day at home, so can what? Right? Watch true, drama, la. watch anime at home. That's yeah. a bit true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the end of the 14 days, right, they were like, wow, the, the air outside is so fresh. I can, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. finally feel the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think at one point of time, right, we were all really very scared. Like, I don't know why I was in SES, uh, so at one point, right, where I woke up, right, I just felt a pain in my chest. I have no idea why. <laughs> Oh, then yes, for the yes. yeah, then for the whole morning, I I just panic eh. Then I go and Google like um Symptoms. how should I know? Yeah, how should I know if I got COVID nineteen? Then they <laughs> ask me to hold my breath for thirty seconds. <laughs> then if I can hold, then I should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm sure yeah, I'm sure all your friends were also like very scared, right? Especially because they knew that like you you actually um were tested positive. Yeah, <laughs> confirm yeah. was scared one lah. If you see also. Because the Definitely. thing is, if pass to them, then they are, that means their family are also at risk. Then it's like, really, it's like a chain of events. Right? Yes, I'm especially worried if like, at home they, they have like, Akong Ama. They kind of mm. super worried. Yeah. Mm. Because they, they will succumb to the virus. Mm. Actually, that means like, you are, you, are, you are not staying with your grandparents, right? No. Yeah, then that's lucky also. Actually, if not, you your family will have been more worried, right? Yeah. Okay, so another question from um the audience, right, was... Were there actually any positives that came out from contracting COVID? Like, I don't know, maybe you got a new perspective in life or you want to find a girlfriend or something. Oh, yes. Positive, I have a lot. <laughs> I think, like, I'm firstly, I'm super thankful that I didn't die. La. I, I'm even <laughs> a second life like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm yeah. Actually, like, much more happier. I don't know why. La. Maybe I'm, I'm just, like, positive now. A lot more positive. And, like, thankfully, I didn't die or I have any, like, complications. So, mm. like, just, I just, like, uh, I became more thankful for, like, the things I have in life, though. Well, it sounds so preachy, but, yeah, I, I'm super thankful about things I have. Like, mm. I used to be unhappy about a lot of things, like, complain this, complain that. <laughs> Basically, I suddenly have that realisation that health is the most important of, of everything. Uh. Yeah. Is that right to say? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, correct. 
it's like health first, then yeah, everything comes second. Wait, so another important question: everything covered, right? You don't need to pay a single cent, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> everything covered. Right? Everything covered. Yeah. Pros of Singapore government. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. Okay. So, anything else like you want to add, or you want to tell the audience about this, about yourself, about the experience you had, or like any warning that you want to give them? Just wear your mask, lor. I see a lot of TikTokers. They just don't wear their mask, and then they just dance their TikTok. <laughs> no, recently I saw this video, right? It was damn funny. It's it's like three teenagers like YP or some shit lah. then they just dancing on TikTok then the police approach them from behind <laughs> alright right. yeah, then yeah, they posted yeah. that TikTok ah. I, I don't know why but it was out it was <laughs> yeah it was, it was on Twitter or something oh no they probably got fined for that <laughs> yeah I hope they learned their lesson ah. <laughs> yeah I mean it's important ah. you, never, you won't want to be one of the ones who contract, contracted mm. COVID I mean we're lucky now that like it's pretty controlled in Singapore already so hopefully we're going to phase 3 soon I don't think the government will announce phase three, because everybody will just come out. Like everybody will just come out and and just like mingle, mingle, mingle. But oh. to be honest, now already very crowded in a lot yeah. of places really. Yeah, that's true. Also. Yeah. So, I have to say, uh, being a uh, um someone that hasn't experienced COVID, right? I I also getting more and more complacent same. as to yeah as to the the measures and everything. So mm. I took the time to actually ask about. Um, ask around about how it happened and actually like meeting you and and speaking to you to give me a new perspective la, as to like how the seriousness of it and everything. La. Yeah, it's like mm. sometimes we just need to be reminded that you know the COVID isn't over yet so we cannot be complacent about it. Mm. And mm. also it's not about you, la, it's about people around you also. Mm, mm, mm. Like, right. You don't want to spread it to your akong ama. Yeah. You don't want to be guilty for the rest of your life. Mm. So think about it. Think twice. Please think twice. With that, we have come to the end of this episode. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Spotify. Subscribe if you're on YouTube to be updated on our uh, upcoming episodes. So once again, thank you, uh, Ryan, for taking your time to join us on this week's episode. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you to all listeners for joining us in another episode with Two Curious Podcast. So we'll see you again next episode. Stay healthy, stay curious. Bye-bye. Bye.